magnify the name of the Lord tonight dear God we love you Jesus Lord we praise your holy name oh God oh God there is none other like you Jesus you are awesome oh we come to lift you up tonight dear God we come to exalt your holy name there is none other like you Jesus holy and righteous are you oh Lord in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus it's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 and beginning at verse 13. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from, went, from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desired a better country, that is, a heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to I want to talk about desiring a better country. Yeah. Desiring a better country. You can be seated tonight. Thank you. Here in the book of Hebrews, chapter eleven, um, that is known as uh, the Hall of Faith chapter. You'll find out that this chapter begins out talking about different ones and how that their faith is what led them to begin to make the steps towards God that they did. The Bible tells us that Abel said by faith he offered up a more excellent sacrifice yeah. than Cain. Yeah. Talks about that by faith Enoch that he walked with God and that God took him and that he had a testimony. I'm telling you, I want a testimony that Enoch had. Yeah. He had a real good testimony. The Bible says that his testimony was that he pleased God. Yeah. I sure want to figure out how to please God, yeah. and I want that to be my number one priority tonight. You know, you can get caught up in trying to please everybody else and you forget about God. Well, you know, sometimes it's good to forget about everybody else and hone in on God and please God and, and do what God wants you to do and be about what God wants you to be about and get involved and active in the kingdom of God. 
It's a good thing when you're concerned about what God wants yeah. and how he wants it done. That's right. You can be seated tonight. Thank you. Thank you. And um, so you go throughout this chapter and you hear and you read that it has to be, you've got to have some faith. I'm going to tell you, without faith, you're not going to get anywhere with God. Um, the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so I got to have some faith if I'm going to be in right standards with God. If I'm going to get anything from God, I got to have some faith in who he is. I got to have some faith in his word. I got to have faith in his plan tonight. I got to have faith that God knows what he is doing. I got to have faith that God knows what's best for me. You know, God really knows what's best for us. Yeah. I mean, no one knows us the way that God does. You don't even know yourself. I don't even know myself, but I'm going to tell you, God knows every part of me. He know, And you know what? He knows how to take care of me. He knows what I need exactly when I need it. I need to go ahead and start having some faith in God and stop fighting God and stop kicking against what God wants to do. And I need to just throw my hands up and surrender. You know, that's why we lift up our hands in the house of the Lord. We let God know that we are giving control over to you. You come in. You take control. You lead. You guide. You direct. You order my footsteps. I'm all about God taking control tonight. I'm, if I'm in control, I'm going to make a mess of everything. I'm, my life is going to be shipwrecked. But one thing I can rest assured of is that when I put my hand in the hand of the Almighty God, He's never going to leave me. He's not going to forsake me. He's not going to let me down. God is going to be there each and every day, every hour, every second, every minute. You don't have to worry. You can be seated tonight. Thank you. And so, throughout this chapter, it's talking about faith. It's, it's talking about how you'll read that the Bible tells us that, that Sarah, Abraham and Sarah, their faith is what caused them to step out and begin to trust and believe in God. And the Bible says that Sarah, she, she judged. God, that he was faithful. Yeah. It's a good thing when you determine that God is faithful. Yeah. It's a good thing when you make it up in your mind that you have, you have passed judgment and you've come to find out that you're dealing with a faithful God. Yeah. The writer said, great is thy faithfulness. Yeah. I don't know about anybody else, but God has been faithful to me this yeah. day. Come on, too many times we get we start complaining about what we don't have and what we need, and we forget that God has been faithful and that God continues to be faithful even when I don't deserve it. I want you to know we're in the presence of a faithful God tonight. I want you to know that you're in the hand of an almighty God that is faithful. God will never let you down. Come on. God will never forsake you. God will never turn his back on you. God will never betray you. He'll never sell you out. But God will be there when nobody else is. He will be there by your side. Because he is a faithful God. You can be seated tonight. 
And so he goes on, and the writer, the book of Hebrews, he begins to tell us how that that God made these promises to different ones that had faith and, and believed in God. And the Bible says that they all, that they died and not having received the promises. But the Bible says one thing, says a couple of things about them that I can't help but to notice. I can't help but to take a look at. And I desire to have that, the kind of faith that they have. The Bible says that when God made these promises to them, the Bible says that they saw afar off. It's a good thing when you can see beyond this life. It's a good thing when you can lift up your eyes and get your eyes off of this life and what's going on in this life, and you can look afar off and see that there's something a whole lot better than this life right here. Sometimes we got, well, I'm going to say it like this. All the time we need to lift up our eyes and begin to behold something that is a whole lot greater and that is a whole lot better than this life. I want you to know that what God has for each and every one of us is a whole lot better than this life here. I want you to know that heaven can I want you to know this world cannot compare to heaven tonight. I come to make it up in my mind that I want to get my eyes fixed on things that are above and not on the things that are beneath. I want to get my eyes locked in on what is more important. I'm going to tell you, making the heaven is a whole lot more important than filling up your bank account. Making it to heaven is a whole lot more important than getting a big house or a fancy car. Heaven's a whole lot more important than this world that is temporary, that is only so short. You can be seated tonight. The problem you'll find out with different ones in the Bible is that they couldn't get their eyes off of the natural. They couldn't get their eyes off of what was temporal. You'll read about an individual by the name of Esau, and you'll read that Esau was supposed to have partaken of the blessings and the promises that had been handed down, that had been promised to Abraham, that had been promised to Isaac. But because of Esau's carnal nature, because of Esau's desire that I just got to have it right now. The Bible says that he looked at his birthright as if it wasn't worth anything. And that he said, what good does this birthright do me if I perish? If I die, what good is it going to do me? See, all Esau was concerned was about filling his belly. He wanted that temporary satisfaction. He wanted it right now. He couldn't get his eyes fixed on, wait a minute, come with this bless, with this birthright comes all of the blessings and all of the promises that God made to my father, that God made to my grandfather, and he sold it out for a bowl of soup. There are a lot of people that are selling out this truth, yeah. that are selling out this experience for temporary satisfaction. But I come to find out that the Holy Ghost is a whole lot more important than anything that this world 
world could ever offer me. What I feel in the house of the Lord tonight is of more value than anything that is in this world. And I made up in my mind, I'm not turning around. I'm not going back. I'm not selling in. I'm not selling out. I'm not giving up on what God has put in my life. Yeah, that's right. You can be seated tonight. And so, the Bible says they saw afar off and were persuaded of them. It's a good thing to be persuaded concerning the right thing. A lot of people are persuaded in all of the wrong things. They can easily be persuaded to get involved in all of the wrong things. I want you to know that it, when it comes down to it, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's going to boil down to what you think and how you feel about things and what you think of what we have. What is your value on this church service tonight? What is your value concerning the word of God tonight? What, how, what do you value? How, where, where do you rate the power of the Holy Ghost in what God has done in your life? The Bible talks about being fully persuaded in your own mind. I don't care what anybody else thinks. I know tonight that what we have tonight, nothing else can compare to it. Nothing can compare to the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, your neighbor might not feel that way. The person in front of you might not feel that way. The person behind you might not feel that way. But as for me and my house, this is the best place to be tonight. There ain't nothing that can compare to the house of the Lord tonight. I want to be persuaded yeah. concerning this tonight. Yeah. I don't want to be in doubt. I don't want to be in limbo. I don't want to have no questions about it. I want to be persuaded in it tonight. Holy. If God said it, then that's what it is. I believe in it. I stand on it. I'm going to build my life upon the word of God. Yeah. You can be seated yeah. tonight. Holy. Yeah. And so, they were persuaded. And embrace them. And they confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. In other words, they realized that they didn't belong. They didn't belong. They weren't like everybody else. They, they realized this because the writer says in the very next verse, he says, for they that say such things, Declare plainly that they seek a country. And he said, and truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came, they might have, they might have had re opportunity to re have returned. You know what? Too many times we're, well, our minds and what we're thinking on is stuck on this world. And you know what? When we are so consumed by this world, it's easy to be pulled back into this world. The Bible says if they was mindful of that country, that if that means if they was thinking about that, right. if they was dwelling on that, right. if they was concerned about everything that they was they had been brought back out of, then they probably would have went back. Listen, I want to get my mind off of this world, and I want to get my mind on the world to come. Yeah. 
I don't want to think about this world and be consumed about what's going on in this world. I want to be consumed about the world that is to come, honey. I want my mind to be on heaven. I want every decision that I make in this life, I want it to pay off. You can be seated tonight. Thank you, Lord. You know what the problem with Israel was? They couldn't get their minds off of Egypt. God had brought them out. God had pulled them out. And somehow they couldn't get their eyes. They couldn't get their minds off of, off of Egypt and, and what they had back in Egypt. And they wanted to talk about we, we had it. We had the leeks, we had the onions, we had the garlic, we had all of that. And they, they, they left out the most important part of it all. They was in slavery. Somehow they forgot that. Somehow they forgot how bad it was. You know what? Sometimes when we get so stuck on what we want, we start kicking against things. And we forget how bad things was right. before we got in the That's church. Right. We forget how bad it was before somebody knocked on our door. We forget how bad it was before somebody handed us a church flyer. We get forget how bad it was before somebody sat down and taught us the word of God. And we start complaining. We start murmuring, honey, I ain't got no complaints tonight. The best day of my life is when I repented of my sins and was baptized in Jesus' name and was filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. I ain't got no complaints. As a matter of fact, all I got is praise. All I got is thanksgiving. All I... Come on, I don't want to forget how bad it was before God stepped foot in my life. You can be seated tonight. And so they were, their minds were stuck. Physically, they were no longer in Egypt, but their hearts were. There were things that they were desiring. And that's why they, nothing could satisfy them. That's why they had nothing but complaints because it wasn't so much about Moses. It wasn't so much about Aaron. It was about what they was desiring up here. And all they had, it didn't matter what God did for them. God rained down manna from heaven. They still had complaints. God caused water to come out of a rock. Still complaints. God turned bitter waters into sweet. Still had complaints. God caused quail to rain down. They still had complaints. The Bible says that for 40 years that their shoes did not wear out. Their clothes did not wear out. God kept them and they still had complaints. Honey, I want to learn how to be thankful tonight. I want to learn how to be faithful tonight and let God know that I appreciate everything that he's done. I appreciate him coming and pulling me out of the harbor pit, pulling me out of the miry clay, setting my feet upon a rock, and establishing my goings. Without him, I don't know where I would be. I would still be lost. I would still be in the darkness. You can be seated. So the Bible says that they were not, if they had been mindful, probably would have had an opportunity to go back, to turn around. I'm going to tell you, 
people start drifting away from God when their mind is fixed on this, the things of this world. What's going on in the Hollywood film? What's going on on the job? What this person is doing, what that person is doing. I don't want to think about those things. I got more important things to think about than that. I want my mind to be fixed on the things of God. Matter of fact, I want God to change my mind, change how I'm thinking about some things and help me to think about the right things. Help me to think about things that is going to strengthen, not tear down. Help me to think about things that are going to cause me to cause things, the kingdom of God to flourish and not be held up. I want my mind to be fixed on the right thing tonight. Matter of fact, the Bible talks about the things that we should think on. And if there ain't none of those things, I don't want to be thinking on it. I want to think on righteousness. I want to think on holiness. I want to think on things that are godly and upright in the eyes of the Almighty God. Because that's the only thing that's going to last. It's the only thing that's going to last. Yeah. Can be seated tonight. So the Bible tells us that, but now they desire a better country that is heavenly. I'm gonna tell you, I know it has been said that we we live in a blessed country. And you know what? Compared to Everything else, how things are in this world, the rest of this world, I can agree with it. But you know what? I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to get focused. I don't want to get locked in on this life because right. this life is going to pass. That's right. The Bible tells us that we have not a continuing city here. Right. This world is going to pass. It's going to fade. It's going to burn with the fervent heat. And the truth is, is despite how blessed this this country is, I want you to know that there's one better than this one. Yeah. I want you to know that it can't compare to heaven tonight. That's right. It can't compare to streets of gold tonight. That's right. I'm talking about gates of pearl. I'm talking about walls of jasper. Honey, nothing can compare to heaven tonight. And I want you to know that I want to get my eyes fixed on that country. I want a desire to make it into heaven tonight. I want a desire that I can hear those words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You can be seated tonight. Thank you. Thank you. I want to desire a better country. Yes. Because this world, this world, it's coming to an end. Yes, it is. And it's coming to an end very fast. And I'm going to tell you, if you're going to make it into heaven, I'm going to tell you, now's the time to make the, the right choices. Yes. Now's the time to make the right decisions that will ensure that you make it into heaven. Now is the time that you want to repent of your sins. Yes. Now's the time that you want to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of those sins. Now is the time that you want to get your hands in the air, open up your mouth. You know, the Bible, you know, God cannot fill a closed mouth. The writer said, open thy mouth 
and I will fill it. I want you to know if God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost, you got to get that mouth open and you got to start giving them some praise. Yeah. You got to start opening up some thanksgiving. You got to let God know that I need you and I need you right now. I've tried it on my own far too long and I've only made a mess of things. I've come to find out that I can't do it without your help. I can't do it without your assistance. I can't do it without you leading and guiding me. I can't do it on my own. Can be seated tonight. Now is the time to do it. I want to desire a better country. I want to get my eyes fixed on that city. You know, Jesus said, He said, I go to prepare a place for you. He said, he said, in my father's house are, are many mansions. He said, if it wasn't so, I wouldn't have told you. I'm going to tell you, he's gone to prepare a place for people that have given themselves over to exactly what he wants to do in their lives. That place is prepared. I want you to know that they understood. I, it, it, as I read this, as I read the word of God, you know, we have everything that we have need of tonight. You know, we got the word of God to show us what will happen if we trust in God and believe in God and stand on God's word and apply it to our lives. We have that assurance tonight. Do you know that they didn't have that? Do you know we got the Bible today and it's still hard for us to have faith in God. It's still hard. We still struggle at times. We still wrestle with it. Back then, they didn't have, all they had was a word from God. And that word from God, they grabbed a hold of it, and they ran with it. And they didn't look back. I want to have some faith tonight in God's word. I want to trust and believe what God is saying. Come on, somebody. You got to make the decision that God's word is true. It is forever settled in heaven. And so I'm going to establish my life on that. I'm going to build my life on God's word. I'm going to believe in it. You can be seated tonight. They didn't have the Holy Ghost. We got that tonight. We got that to, to strengthen and to, to empower us. And sometimes we still have trouble with having faith and believing in God and just, just moving forward in the right way direction. I want to move forward in the right direction tonight. Yes. I don't want to move backwards. I want to move in the direction that is going to lead me to heaven tonight. There are a lot of people that are taking the wrong path tonight. There are a lot. And I want you to know, God, I want you to know the devil wants to pull a lot of people here tonight. He wants to pull you off the right path and begin to drag you into the wrong direction. That's right. I come to let the devil know that I ain't got no, I, there's no bargaining tonight. I, I'm not bargaining. Listen, there is nothing that the devil can offer me to forfeit eternity tonight. There's nothing that he can offer me to forfeit heaven tonight. I've come to find out, I, believe, I see it in God's word, and I want to be like them. I want to see far off. I want to be persuaded. 
I want to embrace it and I want to confess it tonight that God's word is true and for the rest of my days I'm going to live my best according to God's word. I believe his word is true tonight and I want to build my life on that tonight. Come on, I see. I want to make it to heaven tonight. I want to make Is anybody in the house you made up in your mind? I want to make it to heaven tonight. My family got to make it to heaven tonight. We can't be playing no games. It's more important. This is a whole lot more important than anything you could possibly imagine. You can be seated tonight. It's more important. It's more important than popularity. It's more important than money. It's more important than climbing the success ladder in this world. You know, people will sell God out for money. They will. They'll sell God out. They'll let go of principles and and standards. They'll let go of it. Judas Walking with Jesus Christ. Walking. Seeing Jesus heal. Perform miracles. But Judas allowed the devil to enter in to his heart. And somehow convinced him that there was something more better than what he had already had. Can you imagine walking with Jesus? I'm talking about God in the flesh. Yes. Could you imagine walking with him, brushing shoulders with him, him talking to you, you talking to him, having the, the revelation of who he is, seeing the dead raised, blind eyes open, seeing him multiply and feed thousands. And somehow the devil was able to convince him that there something more important than the, the person that he was he had fellowship with. He was side by side. The one that empowered him to go out and heal and to, to preach the word. And he still allowed the devil to creep in. Don't you ever think that the devil doesn't want to pull you away from the things of God. Don't you ever think that the devil will not dangle something in in front of you and tell you that this is a whole lot better. This is a whole lot better than that church stuff. It's a whole lot better than that praying stuff. A whole lot better than reading that Bible. A whole lot better than that Holy Ghost. I want you to know that there's nothing better than what you have here tonight. There's nothing better than the opportunity that presents itself. You have somebody in here, you have, you may have not received the gift of the Holy Ghost, but I want you to know the opportunity is here tonight. Yeah. You can receive the Holy Ghost before you leave. Don't you let the devil tell you that you don't need the Holy Ghost? Yes, you do. With this whole world needs the Holy Ghost. I promise you that's the problem with this world. They reject the things of God, but this world is not going to get any better. Honey, and if we're going to make it in, we need the Holy Ghost tonight. We got to grab a hold of the things of God and apply it to our life. We got to love the things of God more than we do this world, more than we do our jobs, more than we do our possessions. 
Let's remain standing tonight. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to say this. and I'm going to tell you. It's hard. I know it's hard. I know the devil bombards our hearts on a daily basis. So he's trying to pull us away from the things of God. I'm going to tell you. They had faith. They had faith. It didn't matter what people said. It didn't matter what they did. They had faith. They had faith. And the Bible says that they they died not having obtained the promises. But that the faith that they had, they saw it afar off. They was persuaded concerning. They embraced it. Too many times, we don't embrace the things of God the way that we should. Too many times, there's a, a we have a standoffish approach to the things of God. I'm telling you, you need to wrap your arms around the things of God. You need to embrace what we have here, to this, this, a church service like this. We need to cherish this because we don't know when we're going to have it again. It's not guaranteed. And they embrace those things. Saw. I'm talking about not, they don't have what we have here tonight. But they still have faith. I want to I wanna desire a better country tonight. I've come to realize that heaven is a whole lot more valuable than this world. It's a whole lot more valuable. And I want to make it in. I want to make it in. I want to let go of the things of this world that I may make it in to that one, to that city. Let us lift up our hands tonight. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. Let me talk to a young person tonight that may think that this world has something to offer you. This world doesn't have anything to offer you. Nothing but heartache, nothing but misery, nothing but pain. Come on, don't don't go through the motions tonight. Somebody lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on. Is heaven more important to you tonight? Is making it in, is, is your children making it more important? Have we allowed the devil to cause us to believe that somehow we can we can build a life down here? I want you to know this life can be taken from us just like that. Just like that. I'm sure the rich man thought that he had time as he, he tore down his bars and built bigger bars. But he realized that nothing is promised. Another day, another hour is not promised. I got to make the best of it. I got to make the best of the opportunity that I have. I got to make it up in my mind that nothing is going to stop me from making it in. Not family, not friends, not opinions, not ideas. I'm not going to allow anything to knock me off course. My eyes is on heaven. My eyes is on that city tonight. Somebody lift up your hands, lift up your voice, and call upon the name of the Lord. Help us, Lord. God, God, help us. Help us, Lord. 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 Help us,
Come on, we can spend all of our time and all of our energy pouring it into this world. And the sad thing about it is, it's not real. It's not real. It's, it's only for a season. It's only for a moment. It's only for a time. Too many people allow their minds to be distracted. That they can't even focus in a church service. They can't even focus in a prayer meeting. They can't even focus because the devil has bombarded our minds with so much junk pertaining to this world. I want to realize that this is a very valuable time that I have here tonight. It's a time for me to get my heart right with God. It's a time to let God do something in my life. It's a time for me to go ahead and surrender and stop fighting what God wants to do and just get my hands in the air and let God have his way. Give him complete control. Stop rejecting it. Stop kicking against it and just let God have his way. This altar is open tonight. Somebody come down with your heart lifted with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord. It's my desire not to stay in this world, not to be attached to this world, but it's my desire to make it to heaven. It's my desire to make it in. It's my desire to hear those words, well done, thy good and faithful servant. It's my desire to let go of anything that would hinder, that would stop, that would hold me back. Sometimes you got to let go of family. Sometimes you got to let go of friends. Sometimes you got to let go of culture in order to obtain what God has for you. I'm willing to let go of whatever it is so that I can obtain heaven. Somebody lift up your voice. Call upon the name of the Lord. Let God touch your heart. Let him minister to your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can you myself away give myself away so you can use me give myself away give myself away so you can use me Give myself away. Give myself away so you can use me. Here I am. Here I stand. Lord, my life is in your hand. Give myself. 